It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Take three! Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I had a plan for today. It hasn't worked out. It might, so you may not hear this. But anyway, uh, well, you'll hear the show. It'll just be a different version of this. But uh, yeah, third time I'm trying this out. Just, uh, I don't know. I figure I'm sitting here waiting on something, and I might as well be productive in the meantime, right? So here we go. Happy Boxing Day. Happy whatever it is that you have going on or had going on. I hope it was lovely. I hope that you uh, stayed safe and healthy and all that. And I hope you're okay. All right? Um, and like I said, we're at the end of the holiday week as you hear this, but, uh, for me today is Monday because, well, the time when I would normally be doing the show is time that I'm going to spend with my lovely lady. So I figured I don't want to, also, I don't want to get up on Christmas and, uh, and work on this. I don't want to have to get up early Saturday. I'd like to get it all done and out of the way before that. So no question for this week, just me rambling on stuff. We're playing a song. We have an interview and we will get to all of that. Um, yeah, also, I just, I keep hitting it, so, with this new setup here, I'm still getting used to it, and I'm still trying to figure out how to not hit things, so you, they make weird sounds, but I just hit my, uh, my microphone stand here, so, sorry about that, you might hear a weird noise, but anyway, here we go, I think we figured it out, maybe, I don't know, this is less, uh, it's not, like I said last week, it's nice to have legroom. While I'm doing this, while I'm working and doing the show and all this, but I'm still trying to figure out the best placement for uh, all this stuff. So bear with me. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. Uh, like I said, we have an interview coming up with Greg Hill, and that was a lot of fun. We recorded that several weeks ago because, well, scheduling is hard, so I uh, might as well get it done early, and uh, then it'll be cleaned up and edited and ready for the show. Um, we have, of course, a game of the week, and... That's all, except for this top stuff. So the show may be a little shorter today, but that's all right. Or maybe it won't be. I have no idea. Um, oh, I forgot to look up the name of the EPR. We'll do that later. But anyway, uh, today, ugh, some stuff has been going on lately, just like appliance stuff and house stuff, and it's all just... Ugh. I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show. I don't know if it made the air. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, we had painters in to paint the room for the kiddo, and that was Jill's project. She was like, yes, we're going to paint the room. It's going to be a nice uh, shade of blue. I checked with the landlord. I said, hey, can we paint this room? She said, yes, make sure it's a light color. We sent her a sample of it. She said, great, go ahead. Um, so I hope it's okay. I don't know. I, I want to say uh, there is a positive to this, is that the room looks great. Like the painters did a great job. I don't know where she found them, but uh, they did a tremendous job painting the room that said they tripped a breaker by running a giant sander in one outlet up there and uh running a big fan in the other and i'm not saying that they shouldn't have done that but uh you know i was working down here and uh they called down the steps and said hey man we tripped a breaker i think and i was like oh no because that's happened before right it's an old house they're old lines it happens so normally what you do I don't know if anyone doesn't know this. You go and find the breaker box. You open it up. You see what's which uh, switch. That's hard to say. Is uh, facing the wrong way. You flip it back. 
I just realized my speakers were up, so you may hear some double me going on there. I don't know. If I have to redo this a fourth time, it's fine. But uh, <laughs> you'll never know, I guess. So you go and you flip the switch back to its correct position. And normally what happens 99 times out of 100, it just turns back on and you're fine. You unplug all the stuff from the outlets that you tripped and uh, you flip it back on and everything's fine. Right? Well, uh, this was the hundredth time, so it did not work. It did not flip back on as it was supposed to, and we were without power on the second floor of the house and the, uh, the living room in the front of the house for three days. So that sucked. Um, it was just like, really? Really? Like, they came down, I was like, really? Like, painting? I never thought, like, if... Painters are going to screw something up, right? It would be, oh, sorry, we spackled the wrong thing. We, I don't know, we painted over something. I don't know what the hell they would have done. Oh, we splotched paint on the light switch or something. I don't know. But on the list of things that painters could screw up while they're doing a job in your house, tripping a breaker is not on the list for me. And I was like, all right, well, uh, it's not flipping back on. Every I flipped off every switch. I turned off the main thing and flipped it all back on, and nothing happened up there. And so, yeah, we were without power. I was texting the uh, the landlord and the repair guy. I put them both on the thing, and finally he was able to get out. It was weird, though. He, like, kind of barely responded. But anyway, um, that's a pat peeve for another day. And he finally got out, and what had happened was the reason that the switch was not flipping back to its original position was because somehow... It had gotten stuck, and the only way to unstick it was to unscrew the box, take off the uh, the cover of the panel, and flip it back that way, which is something I, A, would have never thought of, and B, would not be able to do. Because I don't know things about electricity and how all this stuff works and how to fix it and whatnot, and um, it hurts me, really, as an adult, because I then you're at the mercy of someone else's schedule, and that's disappointing. So... That got resolved. All right, we're good. We got power. We're okay. Then I thought, it's going to get cold down here because I'm going to be working through the winter, and uh, this is the only place in the house that does not have heat. And I'm thinking to be able to, I don't know, add a, I guess add a radiator? Would that be the thing that I would do? That's the radiators are the heat source we have, and I'm guessing that adding one in here would be very expensive and a huge pain in the ass. And... um not something that I can shell out for right now. Or maybe I, could, I don't know what the price is. I don't think the, uh, the property manager or the owner would be okay with that. So I said, okay, how am I going to heat this space? It's going to be cold down here. So I bought a little space heater and I was like, okay, you know, little guy. It was like 30 bucks. And uh, I got it in and it's a little ceramic guy that's uh, small enough to fit on the desk. It'll just go like on the floor across the room. That was the plan because this room is not that big. It's 156 or 7 square feet, so I don't need anything massive because I'm only heating it while I'm in here, right? It's not going to be on all the time. It's just going to be on while I'm working, probably doing the show, whatever, right? So I don't need something that's super powerful, uh, but then I get it home. And so the reason that I bought this particular one is because it was the one that was going to get here soonest. And uh, I looked at the forecast. I'm like, well, it's going to get colder before it gets warmer, so... I might as well try out something quicker and see if that works. So I get it home and I realize that it's going to pull a lot of power from the circuit. And that normally would not be a problem if I had a separate like circuit to use it on. But the only circuit that's down here that I can realistically use is the same one that all my work stuff is on, uh, like my two computers and all this stuff. And so what would happen, because you're not supposed to really plug them into a surge protector or power strip because it's, uh, it's too much for the strip and it would just trip it. But people suggested, hey, maybe you could get away with it if you have a really good one, then at least that way you won't trip a breaker because you put it right in the outlet and it's going to trip the breaker because it's pulling. Well, the NEC says, hey, don't use more than 80% of your uh, breaker's um, amperage i think the word is and so that just the heater alone 
is over that limit. And so it would definitely trip the breaker and reset all my stuff probably. And maybe I'd be without power down here for a couple days. I don't know. I don't want to take the risk based on what just happened with the painting fiasco. And then I thought, okay, well, if I get a surge protector power strip, it's going to trip that. And I'll just have to keep turning it off and on every five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, is it really worth it to have to do that every few minutes for, you know, seven and a half hours while I'm down here working or doing whatever. And I was like, you know what? It's really not. And I mean, the worst case is that it overloads the strip and starts a fire or melts the strip or whatever, something like that um, causes some damage that I'm not ready to fix or deal with. So uh, I was not prepared for that. So I'm going to return that one and I'll see what I can do down here. I don't know what to do. I really don't because really the walls are, you know, plaster and lathe. There are like three drywall panels in here. So I don't know. Do I like hang blankets on the plaster walls? Do I, I don't know, wrap myself in a cocoon while I'm in here? I don't really know what the solution is. The guy at the hardware store the other day said, uh, get some candles, which I guess could work. Um, I don't know. I don't love all the, because the other suggestion was uh, a propane heater, which, uh, sorry, Hank. I don't really want that in this attached room in my house. And the other one was kerosene. So I was like, all right, well, I don't know if that's better or worse. I've never really dealt with kerosene. Um, I don't really trust myself with flammable stuff. So <laughs> so I don't know if that's better or worse for my situation. But if you know, the, uh, I guess the easiest way to, easiest and safest maybe are the two top uh, qualifiers there uh, way to heat my studio here I'm all ears the melting pad everywhere uh, please let me know what's up all right can we figure that out maybe I don't know and then to top it off so the heater all right so the heater thing is not that big of a deal like I'll be cold I'll put on a sweatshirt it'll be I mean I'll be cold but you know I can still survive right it's not gonna be like I'm on hoth right that's for Star Wars fans um I know I said that weird. I thought about not doing it, but anyway, it's fine. So uh, that's not really, I mean, it kind of is a pressing issue, but anyway, the third thing that's happened housewise, and I know I've been on this stuff for a little bit, but uh, you know, a lot's happened in the house <laughs> since I last spoke to you. The, uh, the dryer decided that uh, it was just going to, the timing uh, or the temperature control, the, basically the on uh, knob had broken off some time ago. And I was like, all right, well, I can use pliers and it'll be fine just to turn a little uh, peg or shaft or whatever the hell it's called. So I'm like, okay, great. We're doing okay. We'll need a new dryer eventually or new knob eventually, I guess, but we'll be fine. Well, Sunday, I went to uh, turn the dryer and the, uh, the knob, the shaft, whatever it is called, the peg snapped off um, almost completely. Like it was almost a complete clean break. And so I'm like, all right, well, now what the hell do I do? So Monday I went to the hardware store and I said, hey, my dryer thing, I explained, like, hey, this broke off. How can I fix this? Like, what is the deal here? And he's like, well, we would need the model number for the dryer. And then you have to look up the, uh, the schematics for that dryer specifically and get the part number that you need and uh, let us know and we can order it or you can order it yourself because we'll charge you a markup. That's what the guy said to me today. And I was like, all right, well, thanks. Uh, I figured it was going to be more involved than me just going and being able to pick up the thing. And so I spent some time today looking at dryer parts and I found the model and I found the schematics for my dryer. And then I'm looking at all these diagrams and none of this makes any sense to me. So I'm wondering if it's worth it to just buy a new dryer because this dryer is not the greatest you know, we got to dry things a couple times to get them actually dry. And so I'm thinking maybe I can convince the property manager to knock a few hundred bucks off the rent for this month or next month, rather, if I go and buy like a, either a brand new dryer or like we did with the washer, a scratch and dent from the place around the corner. I think that would be faster and in the long run, a better option. But I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, again, any suggestions on what I should do on how to heat this place and how to fix my dryer or if I should just get a new one, let me know. Um, oh, by the way, 
the solution for the kid's bedroom and the electricity problem. It was initially going to be, oh, I'll get you a new breaker. No problem. We'll just put that on a different line. We'll put it from a 15 to a 20, and we'll go from there. So he goes to Home Depot, and he comes back, the repair guy, and he says, well, I talked to the guy, uh, the hardware people over there, and they said, because the lines are old, it's going to be really complicated and possibly unsafe to change the breakers out. So what you'll have to do is just use power strips on everything that you plug in on that circuit. So I said, okay, great. No problem. Which really it isn't. I mean, I was kind of bummed out because if a sander and a fan can blow it out, what's going to happen when you plug in an AC up there and, um, you know, whatever else goes on over there. So I I am a little concerned for the future, but uh, I don't know. I guess the only, that's the solution for now. And I guess if it happens again, uh, I guess we talk to the owner and say, hey, can we rewire this place? Can we... um, you know, we'll go away for a day or two and you can hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to do things like that when this happens, if this happens. So can we do that for a little while and you can rewire the house and I don't know, get, uh, updated lines and, uh, probably make it so that the living room light, the front light of the house and all of the bedrooms are not on the same circuit. Maybe that's a better play. I don't know. Again, don't know much about electricity stuff. So I'm not the guy to talk to, but it's been an interesting few days around here and uh, I don't know what to do about any of it. So suggestions, advice, if you can come fix it, I can pay you in pizza and beer. So let me know. Um, Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Can we move on to good stuff? I didn't think I was going to stay there for that long. But if you've listened to the show with any uh, regularity, then you know that sometimes when I get going, I just keep going and things just uh, tumble out. So there you go. All right. So I just talked about some rough stuff that's been going on. I mean, relatively speaking, it's not that bad. Uh, and Jill brought this up to me the other day. We've had problems since we moved in here, but they've all been temporary with uh, electricity stuff and things breaking and whatever, right? So we've had issues, but for the most part, they're temporary. They get fixed and we move on. And she's right. She is right. But in the moment, it's really frustrating to have things not work the way they're supposed to work, right? So uh, disappointing, but we'll get through it, right? And I know a lot of people, Josh and I talked about this. I've mentioned this a few times that during this year, it's been a tough one for a lot of people. And I count myself very lucky in terms of, well, things I still get to do, things I was able to do this year for the first time, and just being able to, I don't know, keep doing my thing. So Instead of trying to harp on some stuff, even though I just spent like 18 minutes talking about weird stuff, bad stuff going on like in my house, uh, I I wanted to spend some time today because this essentially is my end of year show because my next episode will not be up till January. Um, What is that? The second? The first? Hold on. Yeah, my next episode is going to be out on the second. So essentially, this is my uh, my year-end show where I kind of sit back and uh, take stock of things that I've done this year. And all things considered, I've been able to do some really fun stuff this year, right? And again, I know it's Pat, Pat, what about other people? I'm trying to be positive. I just spent, like I said, 18 minutes talking about that's wrong in my house. So So I'd rather not harp on, you know, doomsday stuff, uh, so to speak, for any more time. So instead... I'm going to talk about some fun stuff I've been able to do. Uh, Working from home is the greatest, and I wish I could do it for the rest of my career. I I mean that sincerely. I love it. Uh, People think I'm joking when I say that. I absolutely love working from home. It is the best. I can just roll down to the basement and get all my stuff done. People don't bother me. I don't have to worry about leaving my desk to go to meetings. I just have them in the have them on Skype and uh, keep working during the meeting so I am more productive. I've been more productive in the last nine months than I've probably ever been at this job. I don't know what that says about me at the office, but I don't have to worry about people uh, coming over to interrupt me or, you know, whatever, all that stuff. I don't have to commute. I've been saving so much money on commuting and food and uh, my stress levels are way down. My anxiety's way down, which is great. Um, I'm saving money. Like I'm honestly putting away money. I have been all year 
And it's been great, something I wasn't really able to do where I was, but then I would have to, uh, you know, use it on something else just because I never realize how much money I'm actually spending on food and transportation and all that uh, until I don't have to do it. So it's been awesome. Uh, working at home is fantastic. I know it's not for everybody at home. Miss you, Captain. I think he'll be back soon because the NHL is starting in like two weeks, right? So that's fun. Um, I know it's not for everybody, but it is absolutely 2,000% for me. So I am loving every bit of it. Um, I started streaming on Twitch, and I didn't know how much fun I was going to have. I had no idea how much fun it was going to be just being kind of bad at video games and talking to people and uh, just kind of creating a second community, I guess. Because I'm sure not everyone who's on the Twitch stream listens to the show, but it's kind of an extension of the show. It's kind of not, and it's just been really surprisingly fun, and I can't wait to get back at it with some stuff I've been doing. been having a lot of fun with it. Um, I know this probably should have been like first in terms of uh, wonderful news, but I'm trying to go in order of things that happened, and so, <laughs> so I'd rather do it that way, so I don't want anybody to crap on me for... Uh, mentioning that I'm going to be a dad third on this list of great stuff in 2020. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be a dad, and I am uh, I'm very excited about it. I'm horrified at the prospect. Um, yeah, I mean I've talked about that already, but uh, I'm yeah I'm really excited. Uh, I'm terrified. I should probably learn to drive at some point. Uh, <laughs> that's probably going to be uh, the next big obstacle whenever I can go to the DMV again. Well, I guess. Technically, I can go, but I don't feel comfortable going right now. So that's uh, that's on me. But honest to God, I had the paperwork ready to start that process in February. And then the week I was going to go is when everything shut down. So I was like, all right, well, yeah, that because that was when I had, the t- I had some other stuff going on. Um, not that I'm a big shop, but, you know, family stuff. And the week I was going to go and start that ball rolling again, was when everything shut down, so there went that. So I guess that's another negative of the years that I didn't get that uh, get that process started like I wanted. But uh, we shall see. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this is a weird transition, but uh, in terms of the show, some really cool stuff has gone on as well. I interviewed Paul McCoy on this program. He was on the show. He won a Grammy. He's in a band I've been a fan of for two decades, and it's amazing that he agreed to, one, let me play their music on the show, and two, to talk to me. And it was the coolest thing. That's one of the best interviews I've ever done, and uh, I love it. He was supposed to come back on the show. We're trying to work that out, but uh, scheduling is hard, as I'm sure anybody who has tried to set up a virtual anything in the last nine months understands. So maybe in 2021... Uh, Paul McCoy will return, but uh, I am beyond grateful that he joined the show, and that was so much fun. It was really cool that he did that. Um, yeah, that's just surreal that that really happened. Uh, let's see. I did 30 episodes in 30 days. Thank you, Ben, for November. And uh, I, I guess since then, I have not been able to uh, get onto the WordPress. So I think they're punishing me, which is why these episodes have not been in your feeds, on your apps, or on Spotify, or wherever. Because, uh, yeah, that's a technical problem on, uh, technical? Jesus, rough go of it today. Technical problem over here, so we're working on it. But, yeah, 30 and 30 was so much fun to put together, to, um, it doesn't feel like I did that much work. I mean, it really was, because I had to edit, what was it, 24, technically 24 episodes extra. So that was, um, it was a lot, but it didn't feel like it. Like, I got all the episodes posted, and I was like, huh. I did it, and from what I can tell, nobody uh, canceled me or tried to fire, get me fired or something. How do you fire somebody from the internet? But anyway, um, that was really fun, and again, I really appreciate you guys and gals and days checking all those out. Um, I would like to do something similar to that in the future, not 30 and 30 again, because once the kiddo comes, I can't imagine I will have hours to sit down here and uh, <laughs> and record 20-some-odd episodes and edit them all. So probably not, but anyway, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was insane that I did it and just something that I, a benefit of 2020, I guess for me, because I would not have had the time otherwise working a normal schedule, commuting and all that, but 
But because I was here, I could do them on my lunch break or, you know, roll over to my personal computer after working and just record one in 10 minutes and be done with it and be ready to go. And so that was really helpful and uh, it was a lot of fun. So enjoyed that very much. Also enjoying the hell out of making sounds, making music, making tracks on Soundtrap again. Um, just having just a blast doing that, just rediscovering all those things. I've been streaming a couple of them on Twitch and it's been really fun to get your feedback and to get your input and to, I don't know, just, uh, you know, let you into the creative process of whatever happens in my brain when I try to make music. So, (laughs) um, I didn't stream this week cause you know, Christmas, but next week I should be back Friday, uh, with uh, a brand new song, making a new track, trying to figure out what to do. So uh, again, suggestions, let me know. And finally, I am for real almost done making my EP. For real this time. I know I talked about it several years ago, several months ago, whatever, but I found all the tracks. I found all the things. Now what I got to do is record the vocals and hope they don't suck. I got one done and then I realized that uh, it actually kind of sucks. So (laughs) we're back to four to go. So So I hope against hope that sometime soon, when I have a hard deadline, um, that will be done and ready, and uh, who knows? I may hate it when I'm finally done with it, but it'll be finished hopefully soon. So, yeah, I know that 2020 has sucked in a lot of ways, and uh, it's been the worst for a lot of people, but I wanted to just spend some time after, you know, ranting or whatever on uh, problems with my house, literally, that... um, It hasn't all been bad, at least not for me. And the original plan was, hey, name a good thing that's happened to you this year. But uh, then I had to record this early, so my bad. All right, so I lied to you. This episode will probably not be shorter than any other ones because I've already been here for like 28 minutes and we still have an interview and sports to go. So yeah, my bad. Uh, (laughs) I did everything I could. I don't know. Actually, you know what? No, I didn't. I did not do everything I could. But uh, we do have <laughs> we do have an interview for today. I was I don't know. I'm looking up the uh, the name of his record because I forgot to mention it when we did the thing. So we recorded this. Greg Hill and I recorded this on December eighth. So, I don't know, there aren't any timely references, I don't think. And uh, I think, actually, I started out saying I feel bad this isn't coming out for a while. But here it is, anyway. Um, We talked about all kinds of stuff, musically, and, you know, songwriting, uh, being on Twitch, maybe doing live stream shows, and things of that nature. Of course, stick around after the credits, because I also asked him the bonus question. And, of course, we got a song from him coming your way as well. And because I forgot to mention the name of the record... His latest EP is called Better Love. So here is me having a conversation. This was a lot of fun. Also, special thanks to 258PR for reaching out and saying, hey, do you want to do you want to do this thing? Do you want to do some interviews? And I was like, absolutely, yes. So maybe start of a beautiful working relationship. I don't know, but this was really fun. So thank you to Greg, to 258PR, and uh I guess that's all. Maybe I just should have stopped there. But anyway, here is me talking to Greg Hill. I'm kind of bummed out this isn't coming out for a couple of weeks, but I do appreciate you uh, coming in and hanging out with me. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm just happy to be able to do to do this, you know, so thank you. Yeah. Have you done podcasts and stuff before? Uh, I did one yesterday, actually. Uh, that was my first one. So, yeah, this is all kind of still new to me, so... Oh, I was so close to being the first one. I know, I was so, so close. <laughs> oh, we were right there. Oh, man, all right. Well, anyway, I'll, well, maybe I'm going to ask you a question later that I don't. Maybe you've never heard before. So something okay. to look forward yeah. to. Cool or not, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I'm a, a musician myself, and so I like to ask musicians this question all the time because I'm always interested in how songs come together. So with you, you're doing a solo thing. You've been doing a solo thing for three, four years now, right? Yeah, quite a while now since, yeah, 2016 is when I kind of really got it got it going. You're a seasoned veteran. I like it. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. 
<laughs> so generally, how do you start putting your songs together? Do you start with the melody and kind of work from work lyrics from there? Do you start with lyrics and kind of make mouth sounds like I do and try to work it that way? Does it a combination of both? How does it work? Um, I guess it definitely starts out for me like uh, I'm primarily a drummer and a guitar player. So it usually starts out with the beat. If I can get the drum sounding right and I'm, you know, getting the vibe right, then I move on from there to like keys or guitar part or whatever. The lyrics are usually something that comes last and it's the last thing I think of. Um, yeah, so I just kind of piece it backwards. You know, I start with the drums, add some bass, come up with a keyboard melody or a guitar melody or something like that. And, you know, as I'm going along, I'm just kind of humming to myself and singing, you know, random things here and there just to kind of get an idea of you know, what I want to convey or, you know, say. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of work a little backwards. Um, although I do like to write, I write a lot of like poems and just kind of freeform stuff. Um, that's where I just kind of pick the lyrics out of. But usually, yeah, I, I, I work on the instrumental as a whole first, and then I throw on the vocals and, and go from there, you know. So you've been doing all the instrumentals yourself, all the like synthesizers, all the piano, drums, all that stuff. You kind of figured out all of that stuff? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I'm still learning as I go. But yeah, I I kind of just wing it and go for it. I kind of taught myself how to play the piano and how to play the guitar. So uh, yeah, I just kind of tweak the sounds that are on my computer. Um, you know, I tweak with the synth patches and all that. And uh, yeah, I make everything, so... Man, is there something you can't do? I feel so small right now. <laughs> uh, I can't play any like wind instruments. No trumpets or clarinets or anything like that. Oh, I think I got you there. I played the trumpet when I was in fifth grade. I'm pretty sure if I picked it up, I could still do it. Okay, yeah. Well, you beat me there. That's All for right. Sure. Well, Pat sure. finally gets one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I saw something interesting. I'm looking up your stuff and uh, Hope did a great job sending all the stuff over to me. So really, I didn't have to do any work, which is ideal when I'm doing an interview yeah, when I don't have to sure. do anything extra. Um, she told me this is something I've never heard of that you were doing is you release your music for a brief period of time and then you take it off the Internet. And then so these three releases that you've done this year, are they all re-recorded um, kind of stuff you already put out redone? Uh, none of it's re-recorded. Uh, I simply just kind of remastered it just cause I didn't know really how to master back then. So back in like 2017, I made this first EP, the origin of species. I put it out there for, I don't know, maybe a month or two. And I was too in my head about it all. And I was like, no, nah, this isn't, this isn't my full potential. So I'll just take it down. So I just took it down. And I did that with the consecutive EPs as well. And now I just got to the point where I was, I listened back to all these songs that I had, you know, just on my laptop. And I was like, you know, why not just throw this stuff out there? Because to me, I thought it was, it was good enough today. Uh, I feel better about it than when I made them originally. So, uh, so yeah, I would throw them out there on my SoundCloud and only my SoundCloud and my Bandcamp, I think as well. Yeah. And then I took them down after a month or two just because I didn't feel it at the time. But now listening back, I'm like, yeah, these are me. So I might as well throw them out there. That's really cool. I feel like that's how, like I've been working on an album for like 12 years. And every time I go back to really look at it, I'm like, do I really want people to hear this stuff? Or am I doing this just for me? And then I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is me. Yes, I wrote all these songs when I was 20. But I was like, right. you know what? This could work. So I, I feel like I would probably do that just... Not for like a publicity or anything. It would just be like, you know what? I don't like this that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I saw it at the time as well. I I didn't really expect to get any traction from it at all, but it was really just more a personal thing. I was like, eh, what if, you know, I was too in my own head about, you know, what people thought about me and all that stuff. And now I'm just like, screw it. I'll just throw it out there. That's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> when you finally like get out of your own way and just be yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to put out whatever I'm going to put out. And if people like it, great. If not, I mean, this is a thing I worked on, so I'm going to enjoy it. That's how I feel about with this show, too. It's just like, all right, not everybody's going to love it, but it's something that I'm enjoying doing. And I feel like you've, right. you're the same, right? 
Yeah, for sure. I find the people who, you know, find it and love it are the ones that are going to stick around. And that's all that matters to me, you know. Quality over quantity. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true artist, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's cool. So everybody's kind of, this is a weird segue, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm usually better at these, but everybody's kind of uh, locked in, hunkered down, trying to not get sick. So, and they're jumping on this live stream, um, just doing performances from their houses, from their basements, mm -hmm. hooking up with people. Are you, uh, have you thought about jumping into the live stream uh, market, I guess, with this new stuff or not new, but with these new releases? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm on Twitch. I made it. I made myself a Twitch a couple months ago. Ah, oh, me too. Uh, it's so fun. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I you know I don't get many views or whatever. I don't really care about that. But you know, every now and then I'll play you know some video games live, and I like to make beats online live, and you know see what the chat thinks about it and all that. I just started uh, doing that myself in Soundtrap. I just did my first make a song on stream. It was uh, nerve wracking, but it was really fun. Yeah, it's terrifying because, you know, <laughs> you make a mistake it's live and people see it and you're like, oh, crap. But, but at the same time, it's it's I think it's fun. It's invigorating at the same time, you know. So, yeah, so I'm on Twitch and I, I very, you know, I definitely plan on making some some live stream concerts available. I know Bandcamp is now starting to roll that out on their site as well, where you can do like ticketed live streams through Bandcamp. So that's definitely something I'll be, I'll be exploring for sure. Oh, that is fantastic. And another thing to look forward to. So what kind of games do you usually play when you're on Twitch? Um, I like rocket league a lot, you know, oh, that's kind of a basic so, answer. so good. I know it's, it's such a simple game, but you know, it's great. I like that. I play grand theft auto, um, and apex legends a lot too. So I know. get notifications about apex legends, but I have no idea what that is. What is, what kind of game is that? It's uh, it's a battle royale, so it's it's similar to a Fortnite, but it's definitely more mature and a little more fat, uh, faster paced, first person shooter. Um, it's pretty fun. I like it. There are different like characters or legends they call them that uh, each have a different special ability. You get to use their special abilities. Um, yeah, it's just you know the circle closes in, and you know you have to last man standing wins. Oh, that's awesome. So you got that, you got Rocket League, so you got your uh, your online battles ready to go. And then GTA, do you do any online with that? I haven't yet, but I, I definitely want to oh, uh, you know, get online with some friends of mine and just kind of <laughs> around and, you know. <laughs> good luck and Godspeed <laughs> with that. There you, now you're doing, it's GTA 5, right? I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that online for GTA 5, uh, maybe because I don't care that much about, like, doing missions. I just kind of want to run around and steal cars and beat people up but exactly. uh yeah. people got very upset with me because i wasn't trying to do missions i was like i don't all right i'm getting out of this i don't care that much <laughs> yeah i mean i beat the story once and from there i was just like yeah, i don't need to do it again you know oh mr i beat yeah. the story look at here mr fancy well, pants over here geez when the, game, when the game first came out you know i beat it but now that i have it i'm just i just get on and just mess around you know drive around and just whatever <laughs> it is weird it's been out for so long and they haven't like it's the last full game they've released and i saw a graphic somewhere like in the same time frame they were in you know from i don't know 08 to 13 or whatever they released like seven games and it's just been yeah. gta 5 and hey we're gonna update the online because that's reasons yeah. that's kind of the new the new model these days uh with games is just like update online because that's what people are playing these days Especially hoping now to, that we can't leave our houses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, hoping to see a new Grand Theft Auto in the next few years. It'll probably be, uh, you know, three to five years, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I would love, I've said this about Pokemon too, I would love to have like a cumulative kind of game where you can travel through all the regions. I don't yeah. know, I don't know if any console that's available now can handle all that because that's a lot of, stuff to render i don't know much about development but i imagine right. it'd be a ton of work but it would be worth it for like me and that's it yeah and the, <laughs> i mean not even just you the hardcore fans and all that i i mean i'd love it too you know so i'd be i'd be into that as well all right who do we talk to who do we talk to at rockstar to get this going <laughs> rockstar yeah. game freak just get a pick another old game you played and try to get a like a series i don't know the 
I've never played Final Fantasy, but there are like 30 of those. We could do that too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fantastic. Uh, so I told you I wasn't going to keep you that long because I don't, when I do these, I don't have a lot of questions because I don't know. It's also a lot of work for me on the back end, but it's nice. We mm-hmm. got to talk about some video games and, and whatnot, but uh, you released a new, well, you released three, the three EPs this year, right? Yeah. October, November, and December. <laughs> wow. Just taking over that fourth quarter. Good for you. Yeah. I'm trying, you know. <laughs> But one of the uh, one of the songs from your latest effort is called "Will I Ever Reach You," and I want to play that for. I mean, you won't hear it, but everybody else will when the show comes out. Um, so I kind of want to yeah. know how did this one come together? How did this was this like a half a poem that you converted to a song, or was this? Hey, I got this nice little uh, bass hook that I want to use, and let's try to make something of it. How did this one come about? Um, yeah, so I, I spend a lot of time like lurking online. Uh, just listening to like whatever I can find. And I came across this descending kind of chord progression. And then I was like, Ooh, I like that. What if I implement that kind of thing into one of my own, one of my own songs? So, yeah. So like I said earlier, I I started with the drums, you know, got a nice drum pattern going, you know, created that descending chord progression and the lyrics kind of came, uh, they kind of just flowed out once I finished the instrumental side of things. I was at a point where I was like longing for, you know, that connection. And I, you know, I'm a big, uh, I'm a night guy. So I like to look up at the moon and I mean, I don't like pray to the moon or whatever, but. Did you write this song about the moon? Is that where this is going? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The first line is the moon won't bleed. It won't shine on me. The idea there is like, you know, the light's not shining on me. Um, yeah, I'm not have, I'm not finding that connection. So the idea is like, will I ever reach that? Will I ever get there to finding a connection, whether that be with someone in a relationship, whether that be with the connection to the world around me or whatever. Um, But yeah, that song just kind of, that one is one that just kind of flowed out. Uh, This is years ago now, back in 2017, late 2017. Yeah, that one just kind of flowed out. There was no poem or anything. I just kind of, I sat down one day and just made it, and I was like, okay, I like this song. This is a good one. That's so fantastic when it can work out that way. Like, it doesn't happen often. Well, no, for me, I don't know if it doesn't work for you all. either. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. you got to toil and, and mess with stuff and change things around and all that. But when you can sit yeah. down and just like, hey, I got this nice little uh, chord progression or riff or whatever, and like, hey, mm-hmm. here are some words that just tumble out of my head together. And oh, oh my goodness, we have a, you know, two and a half minute, th- three minute thing that we pieced it all together and it sounds great. So that's, uh, exactly. that's so awesome. It's such a great feeling when you could be yeah. like, yep, we made a thing. There it is. Yeah. I mean, I make like 12 crappy songs before I make one decent one. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking stuff. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's perfect. I'm not either. So, you know. I mean, that's the cool thing about the creative process, isn't it? Where you can just start with something that might be good and it, it might take a few turns to get there. You might mm-hmm. come across all kinds of other stuff that you might use later, or you're just like, ah, this kind of sucks. And then you circle back to it. And it's like, you know what? This is actually kind of badass. Right. Yeah, exactly. Always good to have a fresh set of ears on something too. You know, you spend too long working on one thing. You just start to get burnt out, but then the next day you listen to it and you're like, Oh, I was really onto something here. You know? It's like you said at the beginning too, where like you kind of get in your own way about it, where you're like, oh no, it has to go like this. It has to do this. It has to do that. When really yeah. you, you got to just kind of take a step back and go, all right, what are we really looking at here? And then you come out with something that sounds pretty cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fantastic, sir. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate this. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. It was great to talk with you. Uh, like I said, I don't keep people too long, but uh, I do have one more question for you after we do this. So prepare yourself. It's a big one. Uh, But (laughs) but friends, he's Greg Hill. And this song is called Will I Ever Reach You? Listen to it where you go get it where you get your tunes. It'll all be in the show notes. It's all good. And we'll be back with more here inside the Melting Pack on the Next Level Network.
That was me and Greg Hill, and that song was from his latest EP, Better Love. It is called Will I Ever Reach You? Get it where you get the stuff. I should have a link to it in the show notes. So thank you very much to Greg, and again, thank you to 258PR for all the things. The links to his uh, social places will be in the show notes as well. Uh, they're all different, so I and I forgot to write them here, so my bad. But uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, 258PR for the thing. All right. So I'm sorry I keep hitting this mic stand. It's a really weird. I got to figure this out for next week. Anyway, uh, for those of you who do not like sports, this is your cue to leave. I thank you very much for hanging out with me today. I hope you are staying safe. I hope you are staying healthy and I hope you are not gathering for a New Year's Eve celebration. All right. I know, I know we all need it right now, but we can't do it, right? You're going to have to put it on hold because, well, listen, I don't mean to get real real, son, before you leave and we go on to the sports, but if I can't go with my wife to see the ultrasounds of our first child, I don't want to hear you about not being able to uh, go to your friend's house to watch the ball drop, okay? So there you go. There's my, there you go. Oh, whoa, getting real here, buddy. Yes, I am. Sick of this I meant to do that at the top of the show, but I figured I was going to mention it somewhere else. So there you go. There's my real talk for the day. Um, yeah, I'm tired of people complaining about, oh, I can't go to the bar or do this or whatever. Uh, yeah. Shove it up your ass. All right, there you go. Jeez, can we? (laughs) Oh, boy, there's no way to really, uh, transition out of this, is there? I don't know. Uh, stay safe, have fun. Um, and again, yeah, this is for the people who don't like sports. Everybody else, stick around because we have a game of the week. And, uh, are we going to preview today? No, not yet. We're not getting a preview today yet from uh, from the captain. Uh, will we hear from Danny Schmitz? I have no idea. You know what? I will reach out to him, and if we get an update, the season just began. Maybe we'll get some news updates from him. Uh, so if we do that, if we are able to get that, then I will put that right here and say thank you, good sir, for the update. Who knows? It may not happen. He's a busy guy, and I may actually forget to reach out to him. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> But I know they just really got started this week, so um, so who knows? But anyway, <laughs> let us get to the thing that's uh, the sports thing that's actually on this episode. NFL game of the week for week sixteen. We have the Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers in the frozen tundras of Lambeau Field. Oh, that was a bad one. I'm gonna leave it in. I don't give a. Sh- it's fine. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to hear the end of that one. Jesus. Anyway, I need a drink. Hold on. So the Titans defense, it's not good. It's not really good at all. They're not consistent. Sometimes they'll go out and they'll shut down a team. Other times they're giving up 48 points to the Browns. So although the Browns are good, but still the point is their defense is inconsistent and that's a problem, I think. But 
Ryan Tannehill is really good. Derrick Henry is really good, as I've discussed previously on the show. So I think we're in for a good game here. Uh, The problem I see for the Titans is that Aaron Rodgers is awesome. And uh, we've mentioned this before, that he's mad at the team drafting another quarterback because, hey, I'm still here, guys, and I'm still ready to light it up. And that's kind of what he's been doing all year. He's been having, as far as I know, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't really uh, followed the NFC North in a few weeks, so he could be, you know, playing terribly right now. But they're at home. They're playing a defense that is shaky at best. And he's Aaron Rodgers. All right. I like the Titans. I think they're a good team. But uh, the edge for me goes to Green Bay because I think Aaron Rodgers can and will pick apart the defense of the Titans, which is not, um, let's say it's not top tier. How about that? So give me the Packers over the Titans for week 16. And there you go. We're almost at the end of the year. And so I'm repeating teams. I don't care. It's fine. Also, the Jets finally won a game. How about that? Uh, you know what? A little part of me was hoping they would uh, they would lose them all. But this brings up another question for me. We've talked about Adam Gase and how he's a terrible coach, but also he was like their asset to being a terrible team so they can get Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick, right? He's the guy who's going to go number one. Well, now that they've won a game and lost that stronghold, uh, like lost the guarantee of the number one pick, right? Because if you're winless, you're going to get it because two teams aren't going winless, right? So now that they have lost that edge, I guess, um, does Adam Gase get fired? That's my question. So somebody out there who knows more about this than me, maybe, maybe it's already happened by now, but um, do you think that the win and now they have competition for the worst team in Jacksonville and they might lose out on that number one pick, do you think that actually winning a game will cost Adam Gase his job? I know it sounds dumb, but stranger things have happened. So there you go. Uh, In any case, for the game of the week, again, give me the Packers over the Titans, and there you go. All right. I think we're good. I forgot to look up baseball stuff because, again, I'm doing this several days out, and I just wanted to be able to, uh, well, I feel like we had enough. Right, There was enough on here. I complained about stuff. I talked about good stuff. We played a song, an interview. We did a game of the week. And uh, maybe we heard from Danny Schmitz about the NBA. I don't know. But I think we're good. I think we are good to go for today. Next week, I have no idea what's happening. I may have another interview. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Because again, uh, I'm not even close to that part of the week yet. So, (laughs) so. Uh, All right. But anyway, I hope you uh, come back and enjoy all the fun stuff. I thank you very much for hanging out today. Uh, Let's see. Let me make sure that's all the stuff that I have to tell you before I let you go. Yeah, I think we're good. Um, Enjoy your celebrations. Make them virtual. Don't be a jerk. Okay. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. You know the drill. Uh, TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all the things for, uh, for, well, for the network. Lost. We have to go back. Uh, Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, Panels of Pixels, TFT Nerdcast, Caffeine Crew, I'm sure I'm missing a few, The Spotlight, um, you know the drill, Facebook.com slash The Next Level Network as well. I'm everywhere at The Meltic Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and .com. You can also drop me a line at tmpfanmail at gmail.com, 209-867-7638. Send a text, leave a voicemail with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections and that i think is all the stuff all right we good we are great awesome g love and special sauce with cold beverage they're gonna play us out as they always do fill it well almost always philadelphonic.com for more from them and yep we are good thank you again this has been an eight boiling production so until next time my friends have fun be safe thank a veteran wash your hands wear a mask and of course Don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Gotta get a cold beverage. I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Of a fight from the top to a BK. Got a bar crop of swings, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. I got some icing. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming. Don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess. Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling golden. Bring your own beverage. It's cold, I like cold
gets free. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Go, 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 go. He's suddenly from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of party. One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food trays to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty. Yeah. All right, Greg, I got one more question for you. Okay. You're not off the hook yet. Uh, (laughs) So I asked this of every guest, and I do judge you based on your answer. So think carefully. All right. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, Oh, um, (laughs) you know, I've asked this to, you know, my Twitter followers too. And the consensus is no, but personally, I think yes, just because it's bread and meat in said bread. I don't know. I'm going to say yes. You know, this is why I wait till the end to do this. So we don't blow the interview with you giving me the wrong answer. Oh. Yeah, you had me. I was there with you. Like, oh, my Twitter followers, the consensus is no. And I'm like, he's going to say, I agree with them. It's not a sandwich. And then you took a left turn on me, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, but... so the, the hinge of the bread doesn't change the dynamic of it for you? No, because like, look at a sub. Is a sub a sandwich? It's got the same kind of shape to a hot dog bun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but think about this. When you order a hot dog, you get the hot dog in the bun, don't you? Yeah. Right? So you don't you don't have to ask for a hot dog sandwich. You just ask for a hot dog and that's like true. it's the complete package of the hot dog. Yeah, I mean that's a good point too. I don't know. I think I think that's gonna be one for the ages, you know. <laughs> I've I've had a lot of discussions about this over the years, Craig. <laughs> yeah. I can tell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've crafted some uh, some arguments. You'd be surprised. Some people get really adamant about it. Some people are just like, yeah, I don't know. But uh, you kind of fell on that side of it. But, you know, even though you answered incorrectly, um, I'm still really glad we did this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this has been a great experience for sure. A gre- Wow. No one's ever said that to me. A great experience. I'm going to write that. I'm going to mark this down yeah, on my calendar. Make, make a note. Yeah. Seriously, though. I'm, I mean, I just love being able to get myself out there in one way or another. And I'm just appreciative, you know, I'm happy to help. I don't know how many people listen to this. I'm part of a network, so I don't track any of that, but, um, yeah. you know, my ears are two new ones to you. So that helps, right? Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I'm not sure how much, but we did the thing. Greg, thanks for hanging out, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.